Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And stab Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Hey, welcome to the show. This is the Profanity Nation podcast. We have a special show today. We are doing a NBA draft preview. We have with us tonight, we have Money Mike. We yo, have yo, yo, yo. Simsta, myself, and special guest, Fredo Cervantes. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me on here, guys. Appreciate and, it. And then we have... Then we have uh, Zach Sims with us today, who's going to give us his thoughts. And then we also have Hayden Christensen. Hayden, uh, excuse me, Hayden Diamico. Are you here, Hayden? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Congrats on the championship, my boys. Congrats. Thank you so much. It's been a while since we heard from you, but we're glad to have you on the show again. How you been? We've been good. We've been good. Be ready for my Timberwolves number one pick. <laughs> yeah, right. you're feeling good. Of course, if you don't know, Hayden is a Timberwolves fan, so he's going to give Ooh. us his thoughts on that. But first, we're going to get started with some important Laker news here. Um, we have some fun stuff coming up. Guys, there's been some breaking news today, and there's been a lot of talk about how we have felt uh, in regards to Danny Green and Danny Green's oh. performance and some of the uh, Laker faithful and the Laker fans haven't exactly been happy with his performance, but he's gone. Yes, he is. What a shot. He's yeah. gone. You know what? Poof. We don't need you. <laughs> you don't need you. Well, you, you were missing shots for us, Danny. Thank you very much. You got a ring, but you know, um, I like, I like that. I like the move that the Lakers made. Yeah. Uh, so the, the move is this. It's Danny Green and the number 28 pick for Dennis Schroeder from OKC. We have our backup point guard. Now, some Laker fans are going to ask and say, I thought we already had our backup point guard with Rondo. But that's not a for sure. That definitely wasn't a for sure. And Rondo, of course, is of age. So, um, you know, that that they had to go with the age and they had to, to stick with something that was a little closer to Anthony Davis so they can ride the wave with Anthony. Is that right, Fredo? Yeah, and that's the reason I was happy this ha- this happened because I didn't want DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan is 31 years old right now. He's kind of already up in that age time, and that's why I was hoping that that did not happen. But, man, man what a big move. What a big move. Uh, Rod Palenka uh, does it again because we're going to look back at this one right here and look that this is one of the major pieces. Even Magic Johnson said it today. He was like, this is going to be one of the biggest pieces on why they will repeat this year again uh so i agree with magic johnson we have sean ward chiming in here on facebook saying danny green is trash um <laughs> oh, you know man. you know we, we can't go that bad okay obviously his shooting was was just just horrendous and terrible trash. right yeah um, we all watched it but you know he still had some size he was stable still able to defend some threes maybe a four but definitely some twos and threes um you know we're gonna lose some of that size but we do gain that backup point guard it is true. Um, it is definitely uh, his uh, championship pedigree will be missed for sure. Um, yeah, Rondo. You know, mm-hmm. Well, no, Danny Green in particular. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, because, 
Shooter doesn't have that, you know. He's I don't even think he's been past maybe what the second round, maybe. Even, yeah, well, but is that the teams? Yeah, yeah I think yeah, early on he did huge. with it with with the Hawks, but I mean he was really a big didn't piece go to back the finals then. Yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't go he to didn't the finals. No so, finals. You know, no. But yeah, Danny Green is huge, but uh, in that regard, but yeah, no, he didn't have really well, the best year. But now the team has championship pedigree. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, when when, sure, when yeah. you're trying to reach that summit, you want players that have that championship pedigree. Well, sure. this team is filled with it now, so every player that returns is championship pedigree to some degree. For sure. Yeah, and even Alex Caruso. Even, our, <laughs> even the GOAT. Alex Caruso. The GOAT. Yeah, yeah you know, we, we know Hayden loves Alex Caruso. Exactly. bro. A championship ring, Alex Caruso. Yeah, yeah. Tell us again why you love Caruso, Hayden. Fill us in one more time for the guests that weren't with us last time. Hey, Caruso shows you that, like, no matter who you are, no matter where your background is, you put in the work you put in the grind, you can be an NBA champion, for real. It's true. It's true. And he, and he worked hard. And uh, as you know, we're, we're heavy on the G League here. So we are definitely heavy on the G League. And, of course, Alex Caruso was a South Bay Laker. In fact, I brought his jersey here today. I have one of his South Bay Laker jerseys here. And I also have one for Taylor Horton Tucker just because we're celebrating some game of this. Worn. Yeah, game worn. Exactly. Yeah, wow. um, so, but those are South Bay jerseys. So, you know, new UN. But, um, uh you know, this is a, this is. I believe this is a step up. I believe if you're going to give this trade a grade, it's an A minus. Right, um, yes. You know, you can't give it an A plus. It's just not that. But but it's definitely an A minus. It solves a very crucial need that mm-hmm. this team had and has had for quite a while. Well, yeah. The big thing about it is, you know, the salary cap matches. So we're not losing anything financially, and we're getting a more functional player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, that's why I like the move because Danny Green. You know, I felt like, well, first of all, you know, us on the show, shout out to Stat Pat. He said his name is Daniel because he didn't deserve (laughs) to be Danny because because of his performance in in the whole playoffs. So, you know, the fact that that money-wise is equal – Mm-hmm. You know, we still have an opportunity to keep Rondo if he wants to stay. Yep. Um, you know, it's a really good move. And you know what I love also about this is we won the championship and we're trying to get better, mm-hmm. which means that, that, you know, Palinka knows that we cannot be satisfied with this and we want to do a run, you know, two or three, four in a row. So I, I love that they're trying to get better. <laughs> they need to shake it up. You need to get new blood. Uh, there was also another news that, that came out today, which this one was expected, so I don't think anyone's going to panic. AD has opted yeah. out. However, this is actually better for the Lakers because he's going to resign. Uh, the word is, I guess, have you heard anything on that, Fredo? I mean, just, I, mean, I am two here. And, two Apparently, plus one? Yeah, it's very short. Yeah. No, this is not going to be no more than five years. So they're going to go the LeBron, the yeah, LeBron track. The LeBron track. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to maintain his control. That's scary though that's kind of scary just to look at it as a laker fan and just being around that just knowing that your player your best player is not committed for only about three years and that's not so good so hopefully uh rob Pelinka continues doing the right things to keep this team happy and maybe in three years from now when he's going to be eligible to get that super super one the super max yeah now you're, you're gonna be able to lock in that's for a at lot more 10 years. years in the league i believe right yeah, yeah. so once he's, he qualifies for that so that's what he's going for and then he'll get that super max so there's definitely nothing to worry about on the anthony davis front he's not going anywhere guys uh other i hope not yeah if he did Seriously, man. He, he can't do it Dwight Howard on this. Oh, man. Why won a championship and he left? 
So, yeah. yeah, well, that's Kawhi. It's a lot different. That's yeah. Kawhi. And, yeah. and he didn't, you know, pick that team. But you're, you're right. You're right. You're just absolutely right. It can happen. The best yeah. It has happened. Oh, just won. It that's, wouldn't be the, yeah. the first time. Yeah, that. but it's, it's a big difference between oh, for sure. Canada. I'm going to say Toronto. I'm going to say Canada. And then Los Angeles. He traded in Drake for Steve Ballmer. Right. You know, so. take Drake. But hey, that's an interesting where I know that we mentioned Kawhi. He, he has one year left on yeah, that Clipper contract. One year left. Let's absolutely, see what the Clippers can do now. Absolutely, and 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 the pressure's on them. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. So, um, with the signing or with the trade to Schroeder, like we said, that could mean that Rondo's out. In fact, it most likely means that right. Rondo's out. But it also most likely means that Rob and the Lakers had some sort of news, or they know that Rondo's going to get offered something big. And word on the street. We know who that is. We know yeah. who likes to, to pick up the ex-Lakers mm. because ex-Lakers like to still live in L.A. Down the street. People <laughs> down the street. They just want to move down the street. So there's a lot of talk that Rondo could go to the Clippers. That could really help them. I'm not right. willing to say that the Clippers are dangerous. In fact, I was uh, watching the Daniel Artest podcast today, and he said if that happened that the Clippers would be dangerous, and I actually stepped up and I said, no, that you can't say that. Ooh, no. well, they haven't earned that. Yeah. <laughs> We we understand Rondo and his mm. intellectual abilities. Like he's almost a genius. Do you think he really get along with Patrick Beverly? Maybe not, but he <laughs> will get along with Ty Lue. He does have a relationship that's, with Ty okay, Lue back, back in Boston days. So you know that might be the one of the connections that he might fit in that group. But at the same time, that team does need a leader, someone like Rajon Rondo. Oh, he would be yeah. huge. But for you that know, team. like if he's not really happy or if he's not really feeling. Mm. Right, you know, if the groove he because when he was in Dallas up. with, with yeah, Rick was, Carlisle, oh, yeah, that was he wasn't feeling worse. Yeah. All right. So really quick, guys, if you're if you're listening on the Good News Network right now, if you're listening on YouTube or Facebook, if you happen to be on YouTube and Facebook, then you may be seeing the stream right now, and you may see something sitting here on our desk. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's beautiful, it's special, and we're just going to say that it was very secret how it got here, and we're not going to give any clues as to how it got here, but we're just going to be very thankful that we have a guest here by the name of Larry. And Mr. O'Brien. So you, if you uh-huh. if you're not if you're on TGN, definitely stay there. Good News Network, but hop on YouTube, hop on Facebook because you got to see this. this is a bad if you're boy. if you're listening on Bashani or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to hop onto our YouTube stream and catch it out or catch it because you're going to want to see what we got here. It's definitely beautiful. All right, guys. So now we have some dates coming up. These are important dates for the Lakers, of course, for all teams, but for the Lakers specifically. Uh, the opt-out date for most players. Now, AD had a different opt-out date. AD will resign. We know that. He had a different opt-out date. That's why he had to announce previous. But most players are coming up on Thursday. For the Lakers, that means JaVale, Bradley, and KCP are the players that we're really waiting to see what's going on. It is most likely that JaVale will opt in. He mo- he's got a $4 million contract next year. Do you see him getting offered that anywhere else? I mean, he, he kind of sat on the bench towards the end of the playoffs. Right. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that. Right. Yeah. So so he's going to stick. So most likely he's going to opt in. So that leaves us with Avery Bradley, and then we have KCP. I'd like to talk about Avery Bradley for a second. Well, we don't need him. Oh, I mean, well, here's the question. True, okay? true, true. I mean, we, we, we did get through the playoffs, but you can't say we don't need him because you don't know what the next playoff experience or, or teams that we match up will be. But – 
Curry. I exactly. Um, I feel that even though everyone understands and said they understood why Avery Bradley chose not to play and not to participate in the bubble, I can't help but sense an undertone or something in L.A. that is pretty much you didn't ride and die with us, so you're good to go, you know, if you're not here. Uh, I don't necessarily feel that way. I think that, you know, he had his his option. Many players did. He made his choice. I, I would be interested to have him on and see if he has any regrets or would admit, considering they went to the title run. I'm sure half of him wanted to go, maybe half didn't. But um, there just seems to be some ill feelings towards Avery Bradley. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Do you sense that? Well, you know, me, look, this is, you know, a fan show, right? So me Let as, it out. Let it out. So, let it so, out. so me as a fan, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Avery Bradley's not here. We need him for defense. You know, um, he, he balances out the team. So, and then when the Lakers weren't playing too well, we were like, oh, man, we really need everybody to come and help us out. And, and I wish he was there. And then when we started winning, and we figured it out without Avery Bradley. Then now, all of a sudden, Avery Bradley is no longer an issue. So, because he's no longer an issue, hey man, you know, you can go ahead and, and go as far as I'm concerned because we figured out how to play without you. So, um, you know, everybody, you know, as a fan, especially, what have you done for me lately? You know, that's the mentality of fans. <laughs> that is fans. <laughs> and look, dude, if, if, if right, so if you. You know, hey, you got a ring. You know, helped us. You contributed to get us to be in first place and be the first seed. We appreciate all that. But at the end of the day, hey, we want a championship without you. I, I don't need you. Why am I paying you? Hmm? Well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, the option is his, I guess. You right. know, so but um, he he does land in that same situation that you're talking about here. You know, he. We won without you. We we do not need you. But a case where you didn't mention, we're going to face certain players where we are going to need him. But can Dennis do some of that work for us? Can Alex Caruso step it up a little bit more than what he did this past year and maybe help us get that? Maybe he possibly can. But um, Avery, same thing like what happened to Danny Green. We saw what happened to him today. He, we saw after that missed shot in Game 5, Lakers and, and everybody in the world are not going to forget that moment there. And there's a reason why he's not in L.A. today. Right. Absolutely. Right. Well, he's in LA today, but. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, he probably is. Probably yeah. in Beach House down the street right now. Right, 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 uh, right, right. But he's not so happy right he, now. He is calling his real estate agent, though. Yeah, it's sorry, sure. Danny. Uh, no. Thank you for the ring. Thank you for the. Thank you for what you did for thank one year. Thank you for participating. Yeah. San Antonio Spur. <laughs> well, we're, we're actually telling the San Antonio Spur guy that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, he, I think he'll be on in a, in a minute. But yeah, to your point, though, it is. We have Caruso. He's going to get better. Right. We have THT. He's going to improve. You know, we have Taylor Horton Tucker, and, mm -hmm. and they yeah, were quoted. Yeah, that's another kid right there. They, they were quoted, um, you know, uh, Vogel was quoted to say, hey, he's going to be an intricate part next year mm -hmm. into their and, – and he's only – what a million dollars? Yeah, 1. and well, like, just to say he is a clutch. Nineteen member. years old. Yeah, he's, he's nineteen years sports. old, and, and and he's clutch. Mm -hmm. and, and, and he's only he's in the family. Yes, he is. He's and, one of us. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> and he's that, one that, of us. That's one of the keys uh, why KCP might stay as well in a shorter term deal. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, look, look. KCP did a pretty good job. 
written on bring, uh, bringing LeBron. I, I mean, <laughs> well, he did great. He, he did. He did more than just great. Yeah, he, he really played a very big role. He he, he shot a lot in, of in shots. the finals. But and, we, he was Catavius again. He was Catavius. He, he, he was. He was Catavius. <laughs> Caldwell Pope. Yeah, uh, but, but, uh, he, he became KCP right. in, in, the in the finals. Right, so, right, right. And as long as he says KCP, I'm good with him. You know? All right, all right, yeah. and and. and, and what I'm hearing about KCP, which is the third player we're talking about, off now, I am hearing that he is likely to opt out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of on the fence. I feel like we've overpaid him yes, for the years he's more. been here. And but there's a reason why. Yes, yeah. and it paid off. He was yes, and it yes, paid off. But, but if he's looking for a pay raise on top uh-huh. of that now, no, hell no. Then that's Sorry, getting a little KC. expensive for KCP. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, guys, we're going to get right back to it. We're going to come right back, and we're going to get Fredo's report on the draft. We're going to talk to Hayden. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about good stuff. So stay with us. Hey guys, you got to check out the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. It's a family-owned and operated pre-ICO, Prop D compliant, and recreational collective serving Chatsworth, the San Fernando Valley, and the surrounding Los Angeles areas. They offer discounts for all our veterans and seniors 55 plus, as well as first-time patient and referral discounts. You can order online at purelifesfv.org. That's purelifesfv.org. All right, thank you guys. We're back. That was real quick. We had to pay a bill. You know how that goes. Yes. Yeah, we got to keep the lights on in here, everybody. Okay, so hey, well, we we might be able to do it in the dark. Absolutely. Now we have we brought on now Hayden. You're still with us, correct? Hayden. All right, let me make yes, sure. Sir. There he oh, is. Yes, there he is. is. Okay. So Hayden's with us. We have Fredo who's going to give us a draft report. And we have... We have Charlie on the phone. Charlie, are you with us? Hey. I'm here, guys. Oh, there you are. All right. What's All right, up, Charlie? Charlie. So Charlie is a lifelong Spurs fan. And Ooh. if you haven't been watching the NBA or if you've been in... Well, excuse me. If you've been in a bubble, uh, <laughs> then, then you didn't know. But the Spurs have not been in the draft lottery for 19 years. That's called continued success right there. However, all good things come to an end, and this year they are in the draft lottery. So Charlie's going to give us some of his thoughts on what he would like to see for his Spurs for the first time probably in his basketball lifetime to see them in the draft lottery. Uh, But let's get started with Fredo's report. Fredo, hit it. Well, well, we know what we got here going on, guys. It is Wednesday. This upcoming Wednesday, we got the NBA Draft 2020 here, and we got a lot of great prospects uh, coming up that are going to come into the league. These kids are going to be taking over for the next maybe 10 years, you know, and we always talk about maybe top 10, 10 out of the 30 are always going to stay in the league for a pretty long time. The other was the other ones always kind of, you know, slide onto the side, but uh, we do have a lot of uh, key things. I'm just going to make my way up from Hand number up. five. All the way down to number one. As we all know, you know, one of the guys from um, Dayton, uh, we got um, Obi uh, Topin, right? Yep. Um, th- this guy, watching him, he reminds me a little bit of a... <sighs> Of, of a bigger Kyle Kuzma. I don't know. For some reason, he's like a bigger body, but he does a lot of little things. And one of the biggest things that I've, I've been hearing is just he, he can't. He's, he doesn't have the confidence. He lacks confidence. And that's a little scary part there because when you have a player who just doesn't have any confidence out on the court, and especially with the pressure that's going to build up as being a, you know, a top five pick, it might not work out. But The bigger who knows? NBA players. Yes, who knows? But then the other guy, this Israeli kid, man. This guy is crazy. 
crazy. I was watching highlights of him, and yeah, a lot of people want to point Luka Dantich, Luka Dantich, um, but this guy does not deserve that. This guy deserves his own name. He's gonna have his own name. I can barely pronounce his name, oh, but it's Avdi Avdija, Avdija. Uh, Denny Avdija. Uh, from Israel, this kid is 19 years old. He is amazing, and it seems like Chicago might take him. Team him up with Zach Levine, UCLA nice. guy. Um, it's gonna be a very good squad up there in Chicago. And um, number three, I mean, this guy, Anthony Edwards, he deserves. It, it just sucks. Sometimes you're so good, but you're also in a draft where there's someone that's just better than you, and it sucks to be that guy because <laughs> it's, you're just going to have to land on the side, and that man is Anthony Edwards from Georgia. I mean, this guy, he, he oh my, he reminds me of Dwayne Wade, a little bit of Dwayne Wade. He's just very aggressive on the court. This guy, a little bit of Dwayne, a little bit of Russell Westbrook, too. Nice. Very he's pretty, athletic. Yeah, he's very athletic. He's very big, and he just does, he, he just zoned in. He's zoned into the courts, and I like him a lot. I like Anthony Edwards a lot, and I feel that he fits for the Minnesota Timberwolves because if you team him up with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, you got another weapon that just kind of fits easily in with him. But, of course, the Timberwolves are not going to want to take Anthony Edwards, even though that might be the best fit for the team, but they're going to take the best talent. But before we talk about yep. that, man, uh, James Wiseman. James Wiseman, he's uh, a big a big man. He's going to fit perfectly with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and those <laughs> kids the right there. But that's only if they do keep the pick exactly. uh, because there was a report out there that they put the word out there there was some talk trades in between the Pelicans and the Warriors uh, depending on what's going to happen with that move they're still saying I spoke to somebody earlier this morning and they did say it's still on the table we still got couple more days till the drive is on going by so whether the Warriors and their and their group up there Bob Myers do they want to go ahead and try to get a big start trade that pick and get yep. something right now to help that team so we're gonna go ahead and see about that one right there but the next one here this guy man um I don't even know where to start with him this guy's just <laughs> one of the biggest guys he's gonna be box office this guy is gonna be like no other and I guarantee you this is a guarantee I'm gonna put out, um, out there right now I guarantee you, he will be a bigger star than Zion Williamson in this league. Nice. I mean, we we see what Zion did um, over the last year. He did get hurt, but what he did in Duke, mm-hmm. everyone looked at him and maybe the next LeBron James, oh, yeah. maybe oh, one wow. of the biggest stars like LeBron James. But no one has seen what Lamelo Ball can do on the courts. I mean, there was just times he broke records at the NBL for record attendance, viewer attendance, uh, sponsorships, just everything out in the NBL. And you know, just watching the type of talent that he is, there's nobody else like that. His he's so creative offensively that it's just so scary. When you, you there's certain players that are creative, like uh, James Harden. He's sure. very creative with the ball. Steph Curry, Damian Lillard. There's a couple guys like that, and and Lamelo Ball has that instinct of just being so creative just like his brother Lonzo Ball but Lonzo doesn't really have the shooting and that you know that extra thing that we all wish that he did have so he can possibly still be a Laker uh, member today but of course not um um, but yeah, so that that those are my five top picks right here, guys. And you know there is a lot more coming up right now. I know a couple of you guys might have a couple of questions and whatnot. Sure, let, let's cut right to Hayden. Hayden, you are a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. That brings yes, up sir. that you have that number one pick. Fredo is huge on Mellow Ball, and Mellow yes, Ball is the most talked about. Number one pick. Most people think that that's who Minnesota is going to go ahead and take. How do you feel about that with your team? How does he How does he fit with what you've got there? Do you, are there more moves that need to be made? What do you think? What's in your mind? Go for it. All right. So 
before I start, let me ask: Is it is this a family show, or can I say whatever I you want? You go to town. <laughs> it's the profanity nation. Go to town. Profanity. Before I start, I just want to say I think Anthony Edwards hasn't done shit. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like this man played for Georgia. Unless you're Kentucky and you play for the SEC, I don't think you do much for basketball. Not that I'm not saying he's not a he's, he's a great athlete, all that, but. When it comes to this draft, don't get me wrong, I think LaMelo Ball, I think he's a great athlete. I think he has the pro experience, which is definitely, like, pro experience in any other league is definitely bigger than college basketball. But call me biased because I'm an Ohio guy. My pick for the Timberwolves, I give me Obi Toppin, all right? Oh, wow. There you go. I I think Obi Toppin, if you give me Obi Toppin, so the lineup would be D'Angelo Russell, Josh Okogie, Jared Culver, Obi Toppin, then Cat down low. I think that is a great lineup. I think with I, – I, I love LaMelo. I think he offers great offensively. But I think defensively in a league of pure offense, I think I think you need a defensive presence beside Cat. Cat can't handle – he can't handle the paint by himself. You put Obi down low with Cat, and not only do you have an offensive threat, but you have a defensive threat on both sides of the ball to where if D'Angelo can't see Cat, he sees Obi. If he can't see Obi, give it to Jared, give it to Josh. I'm telling you, that is a great lineup. And like I said, even if they don't draft Obi and they get Lamelo, I think they fit him in great. But personally, bias, I want Obi Toppin. I personally, honestly want Obi Toppin just so I can start saying ain't no stopping that's <laughs> <laughs> going together right so, so, oh, so, so, so the you, truth you, comes out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you got you want to make some shirts huh you know <laughs> you get, get your that. little I slogan need, on there I need posters I need you want all that bumper stickers Saying, ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. <laughs> I love it. You best believe that. Hey, be so, in the hey, so, for so, sure. Yeah. So, so Charlie, will you take Lamelo Ball since uh, since uh, my man Hayden passed on him? You know what, fellas? For me, with the Spurs, I think we already got enough uh, young talent there right now. So I think I'm going to pass on Lamelo. I still think that he has a couple of years of development. Uh, I know we've seen the flashy highlights. I know we've seen what he's done overseas and everything, but I think how the game's going to translate for him, uh, a lot of pressure is still going to be on him just like his brother. Go ahead. Go ahead, Charlie. Can you hear me, guy? Yeah, we hear the guy? Yeah, Yeah, for me, like, can you, did you hear what I say? Yeah, we heard you, Charlie. Go ahead. Yeah, so for me, I just think that a bigger part is going to be really just watching the development of this game. You got to give the kids some years. Uh, I get it. He's uh, he's, a, he's a diamond. You, you want to see him just kind of uh, get unfolded. But at this point right now, I just think that the Spurs, we already have enough young talent. We need to get back to our winning ways. And I just don't think with Lamelo that's going to do it right now. So how do you accomplish that? Are you talking about trading your pick? Obviously, when there's uh, smoke, there's fire. Uh, the Spurs normally are not in much trade talk, so it feels pretty good to hear this uh, conversation right now. Uh, so just kind of gauging over the scene. I know right now I feel like we really need to make some adjustments with our game, with sort of our 
uh, high-cap players. That's obviously LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMarcus Rosen. And so for me, I think that the Spurs really have to find a way uh, to make a splash and get rid of those two guys uh, and then just kind of work with the young players. You can see what kind of took place uh, when we went over to the bubble. Uh, coach just pretty much let all the young guys run it, and we had a shot. We, we did real good there. So I think that it's a rebuilding year, but I'd rather take that trade and maybe look and see if we can move up. I know Golden State was talking about possibly taking LaMarcus. If that happens, we could slide in maybe the two spot, maybe taking a, a flyer or like James Weissman uh, to get some a big man come in uh, that we can really set him up on. Okay. Well, let me let me ask you, man. Would you accept that trade? You know, there was a trade rumor about giving you guys Danny Green for Demar Rosen. I had no problem with that. What about you? Well, I think Kuzma was in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you definitely got to throw Kuzma in there. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you want Kuzma too? Yeah, one for one. But this is the thing, guys. I'm, I'm gonna put it like this. I know Kuzma obviously is looking to get paid right now. Uh, I think we have a lot of young guys. To me, if you come to San Antonio. San Antonio is a small market town. You got to be wanting to be there. Uh, right now, you can see it with DeMar. DeMar Hart is not in San Antonio. You still see he's going around talking to different podcasts and everything, you know, everywhere else about, you know, like, man, the Lakers. It yeah, was, how flattered it was he was, exactly. Yeah, he was flattered. So, for me, I think that it's a, we're at a point where you got to want to be there. And I just don't think Kuzma, based off the – his style, the, the, the mere optics of him being already in L.A. and kind of being a star around celeb, I don't think that's going to translate well in San Antonio. So we need somebody that's going to be raw that really wants to come and develop uh, on the pop system. Okay. So you, you, you sound like you, to me that you kind of want somebody, you'd rather somebody kind of homegrown instead, you know, somebody that could build, out, build in there uh, as a rookie or a first-year player and just learn the culture of uh, Popovich. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the history of it, I mean, 20 consecutive seasons of making a playoff, and yes, I am uh, sad to say that this year uh, that streak was broken, but for us, I think a big thing is it's just like development. Look at it from Tim Duncan when he came on, from Cody Parker to Ginobili. You see it every year. They were focusing on the draft. They know that they're not going to be able to get any big-name agents there in San Antonio, but if you develop just like Golden State did, Curry there, you got Clay Thompson, you got Draymond, and then you make the splash. So I think you really have to be in a position to say, hey, you know what? We get it. It's, uh, we got five championship banners taken up there, but let's develop these young guys now so we can at least get back to that point, you know, having a team that we can be proud of. You know, you guys have mentioned uh, Golden State a couple times in these talks. And, you know, I really think that Golden State's posturing and positioning for Giannis. I think uh, that that, oh, that, that any scary. moves that they make this year is really just to make sure that they're in position, at least in position, because right now there's really only two teams that you've heard besides maybe he stays with Milwaukee. That's Miami and that's Golden State. Those are the two teams. Golden State would be crazy not to at least try to get themselves in position to make that happen, and I believe that's their number one. If they trade for a LaMarcus Aldridge, if they do that for that number two pick, it just doesn't make sense to me. That just doesn't that doesn't bring Jonas there. 
No, and and hopefully Milwaukee probably is smart enough to maybe trade him because they Before got they one lose. year yeah, with him, and that. you know it seems like he's maybe going to at least explore. So don't let that possibility even go by because you got to go ahead and get what you can for that man because I mean he's a two time MVP back to back. So I mean you can get a lot for him. Yeah, I heard the Bucks aren't really too high on that. They want to try and you know figure it out first, but try yeah. and keep him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah they yeah. want to keep him, but yeah. it's not going to happen. It's he, not I know, happen. but not with the way they're going. He's, Make he moves. says all the right things, but his brother's a champion, <laughs> uh-huh, and he's not. <laughs> yeah. So Costas is a champion, mm-hmm. and Giannis isn't, so that speaks volumes, I think, and that speaks a lot more than whatever Milwaukee's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Milwaukee's got some work to do, especially with the way they went out in this playoff round, so mm-hmm. um, they're a little bit farther behind. Now, the Spurs, I have a question for you, Charlie. You're still with us, right? Absolutely, guys. Okay. Uh, Popovich. Great coach. Historically great coach. Duncan's gone. He stepped down. Is is Popovich past his prime? Are these are the players of today gonna hear his a voice, Greg Popovich? Yeah, right. Are they truly listening? Do they respect that? Do they you know, one of the things with the Spurs, and don't get me wrong, they're a great championship team, but they they lacked a – there was no fear ever of that team. They won based on skill and just performing basketball beautifully. But nobody ever was fear. People want to play – these kids want to play for teams that create a brand and create fear, create whatever it might be. Run and gun. Run and gun. San Antonio's never – Ever. Ever been that way. Ever. What do you think? Is is Popovich, is his voice still heard in that locker room, or is his time almost up just just because? Not because he's not capable, but just the matter of time. What do you think, Charlie? To me, guys, goes back to my original point. you got to find a way to get DeMar and LaMarcus out of there. I think the, what you were saying is definitely a uh, valid point there that the whole pop system, we obviously know that, you know, kind of slow the game down, everything really evolved around Tim Duncan and, and kind of having that post play. But now I think we're at a point where if you look at the young talent that we have from DeJounte Murray, uh, from Kelvin Johnson, uh, when you see these young guys like that, coach is letting them play. Pop is letting them play out there. And I think that now with the emergence of having these young guys, if you really look up and down that roster with the exception of DeMar and LaMarcus, it's nothing but 20-year-olds, early 20s. So I think Coach has even changed his style up based off the whole Kawhi situation when that went down. Obviously, everyone kind of refers back to that stuff like, is Pop losing it because Kawhi wanted to go? But I think we're at a point now, if you look at it, I realize, like, hey, I may need to change up my style a little bit. I can still be Pop, but now I really have to listen to some of these young guys. And if you see these young guys, they're, they're, they're ready and they're hungry and coaches letting them play. So I think that you're going to see a more up-tempo Spurs unit this year because now I really feel like where there's smoke, there's fire. You're going to see hopefully the Spurs make a splash in the next couple of days with finding uh, somebody to take DeMar or LaMarcus so that can speed it up. So you can open that up and bring some new blood in there, huh? some new energy? Absolutely. And I, I just think that it would be nice to get like some, a veteran – presence there, uh, but like I said, it's hard to really get someone over there right now. Just Most people, like I said, San Antonio is just not the destination. I think it's beautiful, honestly. You know, San Antonio is a beautiful place, but uh, that's just me. 
<laughs> hey, so so I have a question, man. You know, just you know, just because I like to, you know, rattle rattle the show a little bit. So if 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 we um, trade LeBron to oh, the Spurs, who who, who, who would you give us? Money. What, what would you give us, man? Oh, man. Who are you giving us? We're gonna give you Demar Lamarcus. <laughs> <laughs> so so we got, we're, we're gonna, gonna be the Spurs. So Classic money, Mike. So so oh, so we, we we get we trying get, to trade LeBron right here. Hey, right we, hey, we, we, we going with for Larry O'Brien right here, right, right in front, front of you. you. We're going for the youth. I mean, you know. Oh, wow. You know, we, we were, were the youth for don't, like five years. That yeah. is true. We were Come the youth. How did that go for us? Come on. Hey, you know what? This is just this is just a Laker fan and a Spurs fan having a conversation. So, 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 so see Charlie, your way out of it. So, Charlie, so Charlie you're oh, saying man, right now, you're going to give me DeMar and Aldridge for a LeBron, straight up? Absolutely, because I know we're getting Le- – LeBron, to me, is this. I'm just going to say LeBron has another year of playing at his prime. And we know Father Time hasn't lost a match yet. LeBron kind of tested it, kind of got against him this year. But I just feel like LeBron has one – more strong year of playing at that point where he's like one of the dominant player in the game. And then I think that's where the Lakers really have to see the emergence of AD really kind of stepping up and having somebody else to be there with. So that's how I see it. But yeah, we would take LeBron for that one year. All right. All right. All right. Cool. I just just (laughs) wanted to check and see, man. No. (laughs) Yeah, it's not happening. It's not going to happen. We can't start the trade rumor. In Rob Palinka, we trust. (laughs) Not Money Mike. Oh, man. (laughs) Definitely not Money Mike. (laughs) I just wanted to see if, uh, you know, Charlie liked the idea. All right, guys. Great. Uh, We're going to be right back again. We're going to come back. And when we get back here, we've got one of the ultimate Laker fans we're going to talk to. He's going to tell us what he thinks about these trades. We're going to talk with Big Baby Jonathan when we get back. Just hold tight. We'll be back in just a second. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode. Tran Trin, State Farm in Torrance, California. Whether you need auto, homeowners, renters, business insurance, disability, or life insurance, which of course is extremely important, Team Trin is here to help. They do it all. Call the team at Tran Trin State Farm for your free quote or insurance review today to see how you can save money and get better coverage. Why wait? Call today. 310-974-8778. All right. Thank you. We're back. We just paid another bill, so the light bulb is still on. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Yeah, that's how it you. works. Thank you guys for your patience. That's man. how it works. That's how it works. That's for sure. Okay, so we've been talking a lot here about the draft. We've been talking a lot about um, some trades that have happened. And we're going to go ahead and get someone on the line here uh, who many of you may know as a very big Lakers fan. We're going to go ahead and talk to Big Baby. Big Baby, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me on, man. Good, good. Thanks for calling in. We love it. We love you checking in. Uh, why don't you share some thoughts? What's your thoughts on this Danny Green, number 28 pick for Dennis Schroeder? What do you think about that? I love it. Um, Dennis Schroeder brings shooting and uh, scoring ability. You know, that's what we need. Dan Green, experiment and work out, and we got a better player. You know, I know that 20th pick was valuable. You had to get it, get rid of it somehow, and Dennis Schroeder is a good pickup. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like Ronald's going to probably go to the Clippers. That's what we're hearing. That, that's at least the rumor. Yeah. Hey, do you think Clipper Darrell will be happy about that? 
Probably, <laughs> but but anybody that the Clippers get, they're going to be out in the second round because James, <laughs> James Harden. No matter who you have. <laughs> yeah, no matter who you have, that that Clipper team's going like they're cursed. I'm keeping real. The Clippers are like the Chargers. They're cursed. Hey, what about? Let me ask you, Charlie. Would you guys take uh, Rondo? Absolutely. Okay. I think as a yeah, yeah. Could you see Rondo and Popovich getting along? Oh, Ooh. everybody instantly is like, "Oh, wait a minute, wait oh, a minute." No. Backtrack that no. one. I, I don't see Rondo and Popovich uh, working out. Wait, wait, I think Charlie. he's at a point now. I think he's at a point now. Obviously, he just got another chip chip on his belt. He's at this point in his career where I don't think that he's trying to prove something. Like he kind of fell in line when he came to the Lakers, and then I think if he comes to the Spurs, he knows his role. He knows that he's going to be there to kind of help develop the young guys. And I, I just feel like he'll fall in line. See, that's interesting to me because, you know, Rondo, you know, he's always has like a genius IQ. And I think when you have people like that in general, they just don't understand when people – when things come easy for them, yeah, why they don't have it, the patience. Why, yeah, they don't. They don't know why it doesn't come easy for you know everybody else. So you know, it, it, they, those guys over there would have to be really, really sharp and understand what he's talking about when he tells them. Because I think he's only going to tell them twice, and after that, he's like, "You guys, you know, I can't. I don't know what to do with you guys." He's going to move on. What, what do you think? Now, this this is my my take. When it comes to like the places Bondo played at. I think when you have other people with, like, dominant personalities on the team, I think that that's where you have the chemistry conflict. But in, in San Antonio right now, if he were to come there, really, it's kind of like everybody loves each other. So I just like, think that we're at a point, if he came there, he's going to basically say, hey, you know what? There's no uh, personalities that I couldn't get along with. Everyone's kind of, like, falling under the lines of, you know, the Spurs organization. Hey, I'm here to just help uh, – them to get to the playoffs, so I feel like he'll fall along. Yeah, I think so. He's he's a mature, more mature player, and then maybe he would. I mean, the chances of this is we haven't even heard a rumor of it, but maybe Popovich would use Rondo as a conduit to get to the younger players as well to get his message across. Uh, if Rondo was there, he'd be his kind of player coach, right. kind of uh, translator, if you'd say. Uh, big. So- Go ahead, please. Hey, so big baby, you think we need Kuzma now? Do you, you think uh, Kuzma is uh, in the plan since we got Schroeder? Uh, I feel like he'll hope be a part of the team, but I was thinking maybe sign get Gallinari and do a sign and trade. Gallinari, then a shooter for Kuzma, Dan Green, 20th pick, you know? Mm, I'm hearing that might not be possible, but I don't, I don't know if the numbers match I up. I hope that doesn't add up. <laughs> I hope it just doesn't. Um, but no, I'm. I- Go ahead. No, I said I trust the front office. I trust Rob Plink and Jeannie Buzz. And I expect us to try to go get Sergi Buck. I want to re-sign Dwight Howard. Hope Javel McGee opts out and we can maybe get There's him. no way Javel McGee Yeah, <laughs> leave the money on the table. Yeah, he's got a $4 million so, option for this year, and chances of him getting that anywhere else right now are slim to none. So he, he most likely uh, JaVale's with us. But you know what? Regular season, JaVale was great. Yes. And, 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 and it was mm-hmm. just a coach's adjustment that kept him out of the, right. the finals and the Western Conference finals. So it wasn't his play. It wasn't his effort. It was no doing of JaVale. Just the game plan. It was just the game plan and the teams that they played, Houston and so forth. So uh, I'm okay with JaVale coming back. His energy was great. Mm-hmm. His energy when he wasn't playing, was when, when Howard was starting, whenever – Energy was always great, so I've got no problems with JaVale. Class act. Yeah, same here. And also, I saw a report on Twitter that uh, Avery Brad's going to decline the player option and become a free agent. 
Okay. All right. Good, cool. Good question. You bring uh, that up. Avery, peace out. Gonna play? Yeah. <laughs> so he's a save some money. How How do you feel, Big Baby? I'm kind of curious. You know, obviously with him choosing not to participate in the bubble, how do you feel about Avery Bradley? Do you have any sort of bad sentiment towards him or anything like that because of that? No, because family comes first at the end of the day, and I understand why he wanted to not play family reason and can't be mad at him for it. Family comes first, but if he leaves, go up to you on your next journey, you'll get your ring and you know, it's it's a business. You know yeah. what I mean? But do you think his stock went down with the Lakers because of that? I mean, we understand why, but do you think his stock went down? No, I don't think his stock went down. He was playing really good against Clippers and Milwaukee, and then the pandemic happened and all that. And then, you know, I feel like he'll, he'll go somewhere if he leaves. I feel like he'll go to, like, a Milwaukee or a Denver, somewhere to try to compete for a championship. You know what I mean? Maybe Avery Bradley wants to pursue something else. You know what I mean? All right, I'll try to help you out, Charlie. You want Avery Bradley? He still has something in his tank, and I think that he's definitely going to have something to prove. Um, obviously, to be on the conversation topic now of, you know, should he go, should he stay? Uh, yeah, I think that he still has a lot to, to play in the game. And, I mean, look at the regular season when he was out on the court. I mean, he was producing a lot for late. So I think that he still, he'll, he'll definitely be a good addition to whoever he goes to. Right. Hey, I want to ask you something, Fredo, and maybe yeah. and we'll do it to everybody. We yeah, you know, Boogie, you know, he's kind of like in limbo right now. Right. Um, you know, he, 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 you know, they wanted him. He got hurt. It wasn't his fault. They allowed him to stay with the team. They cut him to get to bring waiters and uh, I forgot who else. And, uh, Marquise Morris on you know, the team. You know. um, but they allowed him to stay around and, and rehab inside the training I camp. I wonder why. You know, so yeah. it, it's really interesting, like with Boogie, because. Do we have a well? I guess if everybody's gone, we have a place for him now, right? Or yeah, and we should. We, we should, he, he still needs that opportunity. He he got a lot left left in the tank, even though that Achilles maybe might slow him down a little bit. But I mean, a big man that can really shoot the ball like he that yeah, he can. Um, I mean, it, he has relationship with AD as well. We know when they were in, in New Orleans playing together for about what, a year and a half or what. Right, right. Uh, so it's gonna be pretty good to maybe hopefully give him a try. Give him a try. It's not gonna hurt us. We give Dwight a try and we're. Out. I'm hearing the rumor that the most recent rumor that I heard with Boogie is that he, he still won't be ready to, for, to start the oh, season. Oh, man. <laughs> so, let him use the facility as yeah. long as he needs it. Let him use it. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. He just seems to be on that track, and I feel bad for him. Yeah, you know, hey, he's, wait, he's 28, right? Yeah. He's 28. Yeah. It's unfortunate yeah. because without the inju- injuries, yeah. he would probably be the best big, big man yes. in the league. Yes. But see, but he that, was for sure. a second, too. But see, for that's, real. Mm-hmm. For real. That, that's the thing I don't know. You know, it, there are some players in the league, and historically it happens. Where you have somebody that was this up, up straight to the peak, mm-hmm. and then they then they drop to an average player mm-hmm. or below average player, and it seemed like Boogie kind of done that. Like he had those two or three years where he was like elevating to like a superstar status where everybody wanted him. Dude, he was on the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> right, he was right. on the Kings. So, I mean, man, okay. that could be torture. Okay, so are we? Uh, is he like? Um, <laughs> Um, who's the guy that was in Minnesota? Uh, Kevin Love. Uh-huh. Is, is he like Kevin Love then in that sense where he was a double-double machine in Minnesota and then he went over to Cleveland? That's a great like, comparison. And you honestly. said, yeah. who, <laughs> who, you know, who is this guy? Is he, uh, you know, he's not even an all-star anymore? Kevin Love? No, no, I'm talking about Boogie. Like, oh, Boogie, uh, no. Yeah, but, I mean, they're, they're two different types of players, a little bit. I mean, well, uh, one's more of a big man, the other one was more of a power forward in a way uh, where, you know – 
it, it's tough to say. It's really tough to say. But I, hopefully, hopefully, we'll see what happens with that part there. Yeah. We'll just see how he does. We'll see how he does. Well, good luck in that draft, Charlie. Good luck. Uh, I hope you get the player or the trade that you want in that draft for the Spurs. Because uh, if you have it your way, you won't be back here again for another 19 years, I take it. We always do. You know, the Spurs way. We do things right. So you know how we make it happen. Yeah, you know what? And, and you know what? You're right about that, Charlie, because I know I know we're looking at all the name brand players and they overseas somewhere for finding a Ginobili. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, they are. They're overseas. You know, that, so, Avdija, that Avdija, man. Yeah, that, yeah. that guy's going to be it right there. Yeah, Avdija. Uh, and you say, yeah. okay, now let's get right to that. Thanks again, Charlie. We really thank you Thanks for, lot, for being with us. Well, hey, Charlie, so look, you know, you are, uh, um, you know, professional fan, so I'm going to get you a profane uh, nation shirt. Absolutely. I know you're not a Laker fan, so I'm, yours going to be custom. still a professional Spurs you're, fan. You're, you're, you're still, it's still considered to be a professional fan, so your profane nation shirt is going to be a black shirt, white, and gray, okay? <laughs> silver? Is it gray? Silver. silver. Oh, oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it silver or gray? It's actually silver. It's ah, silver. Okay. Right. So I'm going to get you a silver and gray. Uh, a profane nation, nation shirt for being on the show, man. We appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon, man. All right, love you guys. Y'all have a great show. Thanks, I right, appreciate you, brother. Big baby, you still with us? Yeah. Still All right, perfect. Um, okay, so let's get right back to this. We'll get right back to Big Baby. We'll make sure everything's cool. We're going to pay one more bill, and then we're going to head out with some very important NBA dates that we need to speak about. So we will be right back. This episode of the Profanity Nation podcast has been brought to you by United One Protection Services. We do more than just security. We protect your livelihood. Whether it's commercial or residential needs, United One Protection Services has you covered. You can find them at unitedoneps.com. That's united, the number one, ps.com. All right, that wasn't too bad. That didn't hurt so bad. All right, so guys, we're back. We have Zach Sims with us in studio. We've got Big Baby Jonathan on the phone. We've got Money Mike. We've got Simster, yours truly, and of course, Fredo Cervantes here yes, with the draft info. Uh, guys, there's some important dates coming up for the NBA here, mm-hmm. and uh, they're coming really fast. Let's just say that, all right? So uh, there's a very special day on November 18th. Uh, that's my birthday, so you guys need to know that now. Um, <laughs> right, there actually, is, there it is, is, but that's okay. Oh, and that also brings up another happy birthday to Mr. Fredo yes, Cervantes. Yesterday, yesterday was the big 2-9. Big 2-9 oh, for our boy so Fredo nice. Cervantes. So he is there. He's rocking it. Do you happy know how birthday. big that number is, man? I, I, I don't know. I'm, I just I'm gonna know tell right you, now. So I'm going to tell you. Just tell me a little, a little, little off topic. All right. So your 20s, man, when you mess up, you just didn't know any better. When you right. turn 30, you should have known no, better. <laughs> okay, there it is. Now I learned something. Exactly. <laughs> no excuses at that age? That's yeah, it. Yeah, no yeah. more excuses. Yeah, exactly. no more excuses when you, right, you turn right. 30. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so so we have uh, draft day, November 18th. Now, let's just start with that really quick. Big Baby, we know as Laker fans that the Lakers have done a tremendous job of striking gold late in the draft. They even have a tendency to purchase a late draft pick. And that has had a 
likely to turn into someone like maybe Jordan Clarkson, uh, something along those lines. Um, we traded away our pick. What do you think the Lakers should do? Do they need to get back in this draft, or do we just need to stick with veterans at this point? What do you think, Big Baby? Uh, stick to veterans and let Horton Tucker get an opportunity next season. More minutes for THT. Yes. Because I feel like the Lakers are going to load a man LeBron in the AD next season, or this coming up season. It's my personal opinion. Yeah, you would think at least uh, cut down minutes, maybe to yeah. low 30s for the, the first half of the season. Yeah, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if they didn't – they shut them down until January, personally. I don't no, see that happening. Uh, you know, well, I mean – That's only eight days, by the way. The season yeah, starts on the 22nd. It, it gives them yeah. a little bit of extra cushion, though, you know, because, you know, we all know it, it, it was money. You know, the, the players didn't want to uh, – didn't, didn't really want to start – and you know, in December, you know, you know, with their bodies and the rest and the recovery and things like that. But only two teams, yeah, only right, two yeah. teams had that to worry about. The rest of the right. league has had like a whole year yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two I mean, teams yeah. that happens to be our yeah, team. I think but, the break's been what sixty nine days. I think yeah, yeah. sixty nine days. Yeah, break. But, yeah. but but you can imagine Shortest how that, ever. Yeah. Any, I think ever for, for any, any professional sport. Yeah, sport. Right, yeah. right. So, but you can imagine how that meeting went, though. I mean, I know if, if in that meeting they came in there, they showed a piece of paper, they said. Okay, look. If we do, not, if we start on December twenty second, here's the dollars. Exactly the this is how much, right there. Yeah, this is how much we make. If we start in Jan- <laughs> in January, this is how much we make. Right oh, on top of the Larry O'B. Exactly. Right on top of the gold trophy. So, so the question is: the question is, do you want to make this or make that? And then I said, um. I think we uh, want to make this. Right. It was pretty quick. Right. It was right. pretty quick. Yeah, because I mean, you heard like all the pushback and things like that. But mm. they said, "Look, we stand to lose five hundred million to, uh, to a billion dollars." And look at the last, you know, even with the bubble and all that happened, um, they didn't recover, you know, much. They had, it went, they went from losing to five hundred million to maybe a hundred million by actually playing the games. Yep. So you know, you know, with that as reinforcement. We got to get back on track, especially with the Olympics, uh, yeah. you know, coming right afterwards. So, you now, know, one of the players uh, that was really pushing to start the league now was Stephen Curry because that team's been out of the, you know, right. out of the league. Right. And <laughs> the, the season ended right when he came back from after that injury. Right. So he had just played maybe like four games and then the whole thing cut off. Right. And there's teams like those that haven't played for a while. So. Right. And they didn't go to the bubble. Yeah, they didn't go in the bubble. They didn't so go to the bubble. March for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Right. so they, they've been working out, but they haven't played they any get games. They right. want to get back. So they don't want to wait until 2021, even though everyone wow. wants to just get to 2021. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so the next big day, so we have the draft on the 18th, of course, and we don't really expect too much from the Lakers, but we've talked about Melo Ball. Of course, he is the star of this draft, no question about it. And everyone wants to know where he's going to go. So uh, that will definitely, 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 happen and um the next date is opted and opt out deadlines for players and that is on the 19th we already talked about that a little bit with the lakers right. and other teams have their issues there as well but then uh immediately following that on the 20th we've got free agent negotiations start guys free agent <laughs> negotiations go That's... quickly right there and then there really is no moratorium this time. The moratorium is usually, what is it, a week? Is it now? 
Some like that, but I mean, it's two just, days. Just watching Friday, I, I believe it's six p.m. our time. Uh, it's gonna be kind of crazy, but hopefully, one of the biggest guys that the Lakers should sh- somewhat do right now is Wesley Matthews. I think he might be a very good fit. He just declined his option with Milwaukee, so he's becoming an unrestricted free agent. I mean, that's a guy who can really just fit in for a good role with the Lakers. Yeah, that is the rumor. Have you heard that, big baby, Wes Matthews? Yes. And what do you think of that? I would love that signing. I would love that signing, man. Uh, he's better than Danny Green, so. <laughs> you feel like he's better than Danny, well, we got, Danny we Green. Danny Green, so. Danny has such a poor. Well, Wes Matthews, he's got tides. He's yeah. got tires. His dad was a Laker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He has history. Here we go. So, here's, here's Stat Zach. <laughs> Perfect. No Stat Pat today. By the way, Stat Pat is dealing with some personal uh, housing issues, so uh, we wish him the best, but he'll be with us again next week. That's for sure. Um, so so who's your 12-man roster, bit, baby? This will be interesting. Um, get the team out is. You get Dennis Schroeder and get one more player, and then go, go try to win another championship. And if you have AD LeBron... Dennis Shooter got all the faith in the Lakers to get it done again. So you don't want to trade LeBron for rest oh, of the- <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, you, really? You know, money, I do have a mute button. You do know that, right? Hey, wow. I'm just, I'm just I've asking. never used it, but you're tempting no, me today. No, wait a minute. Look, <laughs> yeah. I'm just throwing questions out there, you're man. You're throwing shade show. is what you're throwing. <laughs> you're throwing hey, hey, LeBron after he brought you exactly what's right in front of you. <laughs> you know it, and I love this O'Brien trophy. There you go. It was Ryan a long trophy. 10 years without looking at that. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, big baby, I'm just asking a question, man. You going to entertain me for a minute? <laughs> uh, if we win another championship, probably like win two or three, two more. Yeah, but now, nah, I'm <laughs> he needs another year. Right, that's cool. I just I'm like, I, any more Robert Sockridge or Ryan Kelly's on the team, man. <laughs> Ryan Kelly, man, Socks. that dookie. Socks, Kelly. All right. Um, next after that, okay, we have uh, free agent negotiations November twentieth. They can sign on November twenty second. Eight days later. Training camp. Training camp starts. They are back in business. There will be three or four preseason games, I've heard, and then the season starts December 22nd, and word is that that game will be Lakers-Clippers and then Lakers-Warriors on Christmas Day. That is a perfect lineup. The Clippers don't deserve to play the Lakers on Christmas Day, plain and simple. The Warriors, that's going to be a great game. That's going to be an amazing game. Yeah, but how amazing is it going to be? For the Lakers to get their ring in front of, of the, the Clippers. Clippers. That is oh, that's a good that, point, actually. Oh, and hang the banner. And hang, oh, there it is. Oh, hang the, the banner. banner. I just wish Doc would be right there. Right. Oh, I watched Doc that, with one man. tear going down the face. Hey, the friend of our show is going to definitely be there, though. Oh, yeah. Clipper Dale. Oh, Clipper Dale oh, will be there. Oh. Well, there's going to be no He'll fans. He'll be watching no, for no sure. Fans. Oh, He'll be watching. No fans. No fans. But he'll be watching, that's for sure. And he'll be. I'm sure he'll be on hot mic or whatever yeah, he's doing, yeah. that's for sure. Hey, hey, baby, we should all go on hot mic with Clipper Daryl that day and watch, watch him watch us get the ring. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, man. And yeah, we should make fun of him because he was talking all mess all year. Uh, <laughs> all year, seriously. He is. He, he was as loud as Patrick Beverly, I think. No, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I remember Clipper Daryl did say it's the Steve Ballmer era. He did say 
D bombers better than Genie Bus, and now look at now Genie Bus got mm -hmm. her. Oh, oh man! Second round exit. No. Cancun on three. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, everybody who's listening, once again, please, if you're listening on Bashani, if you're listening on TGN, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you absolutely have to go to our YouTube channel and check out the video so you can at least see that we have yeah. a very special guest with us, <laughs> Mr. Larry O'Brien. You really have to see this because this is absolutely amazing. We're not going to say how we got this here, but we're just going to say that we have friends. And uh, friends in very high places. Places. Big baby, did you see what we had here in our yes. studio? Yeah. yeah, pretty nice, right? Looks amazing, man. And hopefully, we can put another one over there next it, season. Exactly. We'll keep adding to that, right. adding to that. Big baby, thank you as always for joining the show. We always love having you. All right, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it, man. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, big baby, we'll holler at you, man. All right, guys. So. We've summed up what's coming up, and it's going to be an absolutely huge, fast, busy NBA week. The yes, NBA is. is never off season, and that is especially true this year. No doubt about it. It's going to be exciting. Buckle up. Get ready for the ride. Ooh. Fredo, please yes, be sure to tell everybody who's listening how they can follow you, get more information, and keep yeah. up with what you're doing. Yes, everyone can go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Fredo Cervantes, F-R-E-D-O-C-E-R-V-A-N-T-E-S. Uh, follow me for all your latest updates as well. Go ahead and visit inthefrontrow.com. Read all my latest articles. I go ahead and give you guys all, all the best info right there, inthefrontrow.com. Go ahead and check me out. But, of course, Instagram is my number one thing right now, so go ahead and check it out right there. One more question for you, Fredo. Yes, sir. So, where did does the Melo think he's going number one? Tell me, so, tell just me about a little, that. So, last update, the, one of the last updates I've gotten so far has been that uh, Minnesota has been very excited and been imp impressed with what they've seen in Lamelo through. They did work him out twice. The last time they did work him out this past Wednesday here in Los Angeles um, was a great, uh, great one. So, to me, it seemed and to them, nothing else should go wrong. Minnesota should take him number one on Wednesday night. That's what it seems like. Yeah. So awesome. you're going to see him there. Uh, great news. So, so that's interesting. So, I mean, I wonder, you, do you think that um, him and D'Angelo will work out well? Yeah, looking at it, yes, because you see D'Angelo Russell is more, he does need the ball in his hands. He does, you know, mo most of the time, but he's not much of a playmaker. He he prefers to score first. And that's one of the things that LaMelo Ball doesn't do. Uh, he should score first because he can score the ball, but he always looks to get his teammates involved. And that's one of the biggest things he has. He has great vision. Um, something similar that we all have seen in Lonzo. So um, hopefully, as long as he controls, he, he's a motor to the team. It, it seems like it can be a 19-year-old kid. Well, 20 now, I believe. He just turned 20. So 20-year-old uh, can be the leader of that team, really leading the ball, letting D'Angelo run on the side and, you know, the other guys running down the court. So hopefully Mr. Uh, Mr. Danny should be excited out there with uh, getting LaMelo Ball on Wednesday evening. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. I, I remember D'Angelo when he was here. And... Yeah. <laughs> I was upset with that he had to go too, but he had to go for a reason. Yeah, yeah, uh, we yeah. Had to make but, the money, but yeah, but I'm Tim just you know Timofey Mozgov, him and Mozgov yeah. shipped had, out. To yeah, Brooklyn. that was that was our cost for Mozgov. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know what though, uh, D'Angelo definitely was a different player when I saw him over in 
Golden State, yeah. you know, and, and I'm like, much okay. more mature. And Brooklyn, yeah, yeah Brooklyn is where Brooklyn he matured. Was the main one, yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. matured the in, in the Nets. Yeah. That's where you got that money. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Grab no. them real quick and ship them off. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean that that was interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know how how that really works, but <laughs> I'm going to pay you all this, and then I don't want you anymore. Seriously, you know? right within months. And within and months. he and he literally like when he went to Golden State, he was actually really performing really well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they didn't win that many games, but he was the reason why they won the games. But I think he kind of knew it too. Yeah. When he signed, he kind of knew it because I think there was a little bit of talk about that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, they're just gonna buy buy the chip and then maybe you know flip the chip over. Yeah, I, I just I just wonder, like, you know, if him and him and, and Lamella would get along, you know, because yeah. I think personality wise, I think D'Angelo just needs like. I more mean, we attention. all remember what D'Angelo did in the locker room with right, that, Swaggy that's P. My point. So, but, but, that, but that's what I mean, though. I think he uh-huh. needs like a little bit of the attention. And, and he will never live that down. Yeah, yeah. What, what I love about Lamelo, he, you know, he just comes to this does his job, and mm-hmm. and and he, you know, he has a uh, well, all the all the ball boys mm-hmm. do. They have they have a sense of humbleness about them themselves as far as players. But I think at the same time, that's why a lot of people draw to them, and that's why mm-hmm. the media go to them because they're they're so intriguing. Yeah, you know. last time someone said, "Well, who's who's the best one out of all?" I mean, we we've seen Leandro, the middle brother. Yeah, uh, he's with the OKC uh, G League team, Blue. so he's, yeah. you know he's making his way up there too as well. Um, but I remember this one interview when I interview uh, Big Yang. Big Yang is yeah. uh, Lamelo's grandfather. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his grandfather, I, I you know being getting a chance to just sit with him and talk to him about his three boys, and he was like, "You know what? The last one, this one, is the one." It's Mello. like everyone's going to see this guy. I mean, because he learned everything from his brothers. Watch I mean, him. now that he can just see everything, see what long And he had to compete against his older brothers right, growing every up. Every single time. And, you know, let's not forget, LaMelo did score 92 points in a high school game. And, you know, a couple of them were, you know, a couple of easy layups. But he did Don't shoot matter. a lot of threes. He shot a lot of threes. He, sh- he got to the hole. He did a lot in that game. So, you know, being able to score 92 points in a high school game, does it is a lot. All right. Real quick. I got a question for you. Yes. Has it been strategic that LeVar has been incredibly quiet this time around with LaMelo versus Lonzo? Well, it just seems like, you know, like we all see things in life, and sometimes we see you learn from your first time. You, you learn, okay, you know what, I should not have done this. Maybe I should have done this. Uh, but in this case... He had someone in Jermaine Jackson who really built a relationship with him. And, you know, even LeVar said, Jermaine is like me. I mean, where if I'm not there, I know JJ's there. I know JJ's taking care of him. I know he's giving him all the right things and putting the right things on his mind. I remember over a year ago, right when, uh, before he got hurt, before LaMelo ended his season with the NBL at LaWar Hawks, I had spoken to JJ. He told me, he's like, man, this, this kid is waking up every day in the morning, running down the beach, just working out every single day at 4 a.m. in the morning, waking up every day. He's Playing for LOR Hawks out yeah, there. Yeah, he's already there. Yeah, so he, he was just working his way up, and he's like, the only thing on his mind, he wants to be a Hall of Famer. He's like, that's the only – which other kid would be thinking right now well, – this is a year ago from now. He's like, yeah, like looking past the draft. Uh-huh. And, and now looking, looking but, at but, it. Yeah. But, hey, but see, that's credit to LeVar. Uh-huh. I mean, 100%. Like, he, you know, you you instilled that work ethic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, from very young. Yeah, very, very young. So, you know, so he, he definitely instilled in his kid. He wants them to be great. Want mm-hmm. them to work out the grassroots training. You know, that's why I appreciate LeVar, you know, mm-hmm. for everything he did for his sons. Because, he, you know, instilling that work ethic is the main thing. Because I, I, I'm a person, and I've, I've said it many times, it's hard over talent. All the time, so yeah, you're a heart. So if you have the talent and you put that work in there, mm-hmm. and that and that that's what generates the heart, then that's what makes you great. 
Yeah, so that's one of the things that, you know, LeVar has really, you know, trust in J.J. And knowing that, you know, he can really do some of the same things that he's doing. Um, and, of course, you know, LeVar now has a business. He's running, you know, a lot more other things. And he right. can't really put his fingers on everything. And yeah. he can really trust that man. That's right. great. Yeah. That's, and he signed with Puma. I think he was okay yes, with that. Yes, yeah. He, he's, uh, whoa, no, he wasn't really okay <laughs> with that. So, funny, funny little story right now because right. actually, uh, if you guys have seen um, uh, Ball and the Family, yeah. which, you know, airs on Facebook. Yeah. So, earlier today, they released a new episode. Oh. And this today's episode that was released earlier today, which uh, was when they were watching the NBA draft lottery and he found out on, on, on TV, just like everybody else, when he was on with Rachel Nichols on the jump mm-hmm. talking about Puma. And he was just not having it. He, we saw the live reaction of LeVar, you know, live on, on the camera. He was not having it. He's like, how can you pick something else over family? Um, but, you know, he's getting to learn that, you know, he's, he's maturing. He's getting older. And, you know, one of the things he did say to, uh, to Melly is that, well, just wait till you have your kid. It's going to be 10 times yeah. back than, what, you know, the way you're doing it yeah. to me. Yeah. He might do it to you. So, you know, that's LaVar's uh, lesson that he gave uh, LaMelo for that one. But, you know, he's at the end of the day, he's happy for his son. He's yeah. happy for his son. He loves his son. At the end of the day, family comes first. And, you know, you never know. Puma, Big Baller Brand might get something together because that was a little bit in the talks before he did commit to anything. I was going to say originally. Yeah, originally. You know, and that makes sense, man. I have a 12-year-old daughter and we go back back and forth all the time. <laughs> and then, But the thing that I hate is when she regurgitates something I tell her. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm like, ooh, you know what? Go to your room because, you right. know, it, it, when, when you instill a certain thing to them, right. have a mind of your own, right, be strong, right. you know, do what's best for you. And then when they do it and it's against or not something that you would have preferred for them to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say against because, but not something you prefer for them to do. You kind of get upset, right? You say, "Well, this is why I still in them." So, no. What well, one of the crazy parts about that perfect example about that, and this is, has to do with Labar and, and Lamelo. So, uh, about a year ago, Lamelo was in the middle of the summer league playoffs. He was in the middle of the summer league playoffs. The playoffs were about to begin, and he was originally scheduled to fly out to the NBL. Uh, back uh, out to Australia, so he was not going to finish the playoffs with the Julie. Right. Lavar was like, "Nope, Melo, we're going out now. You got to go." And Melo was like, "Nope." He put his foot down. He's like, "Nope, I'm gonna finish this. You told me not to halfway do anything, so I'm gonna finish this, win a championship with the Julie, which it did not happen. Sucks, but he played he, it out. He played it out. Then right away, days later, he shipped out to Australia. So he did. You know, and it worked out. And it, and it worked out perfectly fine. He's about to be the number one overall pick this Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So awesome, man. Shout out to LeVar Ball, man. Yes, man. You know, he was really man. nice. I met him. Uh, actually, I met him uh, when they retired uh, Kobe's jersey. Okay, okay. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, I was sitting, you know, in the, in the uh, vicinity of him, walked right past him and said, hey, man, can I get a picture with you? Took a, He said, let's do this. Took a selfie. It was good. His wife was there. And um, the other guy, we're not going to mention him either. But LeVar was real, real, real nice and cool when I talked to him, man. So shout out to the Ball family, man. Good yeah. luck to um, LaMelo. And um, well, let's see what happens on Wednesday. Let's see what happens. Yes, it's going to be an exciting week. Again, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. I'd like to shout out some people who joined us online. We had Sean Ward uh, shout out. We had Roland Bryant. Thank you for joining us. Zach Anderson, we love having you here. And then Christine O'Connell. We have a Nikki. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate all your comments. It means so much. Thank you again to Charlie, our resident Spurs fan from now on. Hayden, D'Amico, of course, the ultimate Caruso fan. 
and a Minnesota Timberwolves fan. I don't know how you can be both, but you are. And then uh, Big Baby Jonathan for calling in and giving us his talk on the Lakers. Fredo, thank you so much. Zach Sims, thank you so much. Money Mike. Stop with that LeBron stuff, please. Hey, hey no way, LeBron. That. Hey, yeah, I'm good. Don't trade him. Hey, don't hey, trade him. No, yet. we're not trading LeBron. LeBron's going to be on our team next year. We, we're going to get a second Larry O'Brien trophy. I'm going to get a matching one for the other side. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're <laughs> now aiming for number 18. Yes, 18. 18. Wow. Yes, yeah, you know what? And that actually was my requirement for LeBron. I said, if LeBron takes us above the Celtics, I have nothing to say. So th- this is his opportunity. Oh. Right. We'll see what happens <laughs> That's fair right yep. big, big shout out to Stat Pat man I know you're going to be back next week At a Absolutely. family emergency This All week good. But you know uh, You know yeah. It's nice. Oh, yeah. Look, look at the beautiful shirts. shirts. Be sure to <laughs> yeah. log on. Be sure if you want information about us, go to our website, theprofanitynation.com. Follow us on Instagram, The Profanity Nation, Facebook, and YouTube. All of it is The Profanity Nation. So follow us, subscribe. Be sure to tell your friends. We love the support. Support our sponsors. And thank you so much. We're here every Sunday, 8.30 p.m. This is your show. This is the voice of the professional fan. Thank you, guys. Hey guys, you got to check out the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. It's a family-owned and operated pre-ICO, Prop D compliant, and recreational collective serving Chatsworth, the San Fernando Valley, and the surrounding Los Angeles areas. They offer discounts for all our veterans and seniors 55 plus, as well as first-time patient and referral discounts. You can order online at purelifesfv.org. That's purelifesfv.org. We'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Tran Trin State Farm in Torrance, California. Whether you need auto, homeowners, renters, business insurance, disability, or life insurance, which of course is extremely important, Team Trin is here to help. They do it all. Call the team at Tran Trin State Farm for your free quote or insurance review today to see how you can save money and get better coverage. Why wait? Call today. 310-974-8778. This episode of the Profanity Nation podcast has been brought to you by United One Protection Services. We do more than just security. We protect your livelihood. Whether it's commercial or residential needs, United One Protection Services has you covered. You can find them at unitedoneps.com. That's united, the number one, ps.com.